This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. What are the key elements to being a Christian? Well, you may not be dead physically, but according to the Word of God, until Jesus Christ comes into your life, you are dead spiritually. That means you are dead toward God. That means that God can't communicate with you. You can't communicate with God. Dr. David Jeremiah gives us insight into basics of the Christian faith. Next time on Turning Point. Listen to Turning Point at 12.30 p.m. Monday through Friday on the Good News Station, WCNO. Safety for your home and family. Now that's important to you. And Gator Security with its five-year warranty can help. With security, video surveillance, and access control, Gator Security is available at www.gatorsecurity.com or 800-676-1580. Gator Security with its five-year warranty is a proud corporate sponsor of WCNO. Gatorsecurity.com. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. Come on, the first thing I want to tell you is this. If you're going to build a testimony, it has to come out of the middle of something. Look at your neighbor and say, it's got to come out of the middle. If you read Joshua chapter 4, you'll see the phrase, the middle of, 11 different times, out of the middle of, get the stones from the middle of, bring them up out of the middle of, it's in the middle of, it's the middle of, come out of the middle of. In other words, don't pick it up off the banks, don't go out into a field and get them. No, 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 you bring these stones out of the middle of the miracle that you're believing God for. You bring in the stones out of the middle of the crisis of your life. You bring the stones out of the middle of your storm, and you set them up as a memorial stone and a testimony of what God has done. Come on, I know we're faith people here today, amen? You either faith people or you doubt people. How many here doubt people? I didn't think so. Touch somebody and say, I'm faith people. I'm faith people. Hallelujah. Woo, I'm either a faith preacher or a doubt preacher. Come on now. But let me say this to you. We really don't know if you have any faith if everything's going your way. If everything's looking good and everything's turning up roses every day in your life, how do we know if you've got any faith? If everything you touch turns to gold, how do we know if you got any faith? When your job's paying good, when your marriage is doing well, when the retirement's being built, when you got money put away, the kids are good, they're not sinning, they're not drugging, everything's looking great, nothing's coming against you, nobody's complaining about you, nobody's talking about you, you, you you're not worried about anything, you're not under any pressure, there's no stress in your life. You got the world by the tail. Huh? Well, how do we know if you got any faith or not, if everything's going like that in your life? Can I just tell you, we discover if you got faith in your life when all hell breaks loose. When everything's looking bad, when the children ain't right, when your head's messed up and your hair won't come together and your nails break. Huh? The boss is yelling at you and your job ain't right and you're running late from work and the kids made a mess on their clothes and you got to turn around and go back home and change them. Huh? And then you show up for work and everybody looks at you. Why are you so late? You're supposed to be the boss. Huh? 
And your husband who loves you and been married to you for 20 years thinks he's doing the right thing by buying you a puppy for your anniversary. It's the biggest mistake of his life. We don't know if you got any faith or not when you're living in that kind of hell. It's when all hell breaks loose in your life. When you don't know if you're going to make it through the night and you, and, and you wonder if God's going to save you or not, if God's really there like he said he was. And you get up in the morning and you say, early in the morning, I'm going to bless you, Lord. I'm going to praise you. It doesn't matter what's going on in my life. Listen, when you exercise your belief in the midst of your struggle, that's when your faith is realized. When you stand in the midst of the storm, when the wind's blowing, everything ain't good, and you say, I know in whom I have believed. Hmm? You don't build a testimony running from trouble. You build a testimony running into trouble. Come on, somebody. You don't build a testimony running from that stuff. You learn how to get rocks out of the middle of the stuff you're going through and you set up a testimony for it where God makes a way where there seems to be no way, where God makes sense out of something that made no sense, where God puts things back together that were falling apart. Come on, amen. That's where the stones come from. That's where they come from. I just believe it's become too easy for us to quit. Some of us need to get set free from the spirit of quitting. We need to get delivered right now. I deliver you right now from the spirit of quitting in the name of Jesus. Receive it. Stop quitting. Finish it. Finish the race. Finish the course. Psalms 110 says, I want to teach you how to rule in the midst of your enemies. I don't want to just teach you how to rule when everything's looking good. I want to teach you how to rule when all hell's breaking loose. I want to teach you how to rule when everything's falling apart. I want to teach you how to rule where there's, I don't want to teach you how to rule where there's no opposition. I want to teach you how to rule where everything's coming against you. I want to teach you how to rule in an environment where everything's working itself to try to tear you down. That's where you got to learn how to rule. I want you to be the kind of person that somebody looks at and scratches their head going, how are they making it? How do they do that? How are they getting through? What's going on with them? How do they make it through that situation? How do they overcome that obstacle? How do they break through that stuff? I want you to be a spectacle to the whole world. I want people to look at you and go, it don't make no sense. They ain't never got no money, but they're so blessed. Come on, how many of God wants us to be like? The world needs to be confused when they look at you. So confused that they're so interested. Like, I want what they got because what they got looks so good. I just don't understand it, but I want it. Oh, come on now. And God opens up the door for you to have a testimony. Hmm? He says, I want the world to be in amazement because they don't know how you make it through it. Amazed at the power of God. But some way you're just making it through where there seems to be no way. And not only are you making it through where it seems to be, you're coming through full of joy. Amen. You're coming out the other side going, ha, 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 devil. You thought you had me, but you didn't. I got a secret weapon. It's called the Holy Spirit. It's called the power of my testimony. It's called the name of Jesus. It's called the sword of this. I got all kinds of weapons. Hmm. You're going to drop an F-bomb on me? I'll drop a J-bomb on you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Woo. Why? Because you cannot be explained. There's no rational explanation for the kind of person that you are. All you know is that all things work together for the good of them that love him and know him according to his glory. Hmm. Psalms 23 says he prepares a table for me in the presence of my enemies. How many know God don't prepare a table for you in the presence of your friends? He prepares a table for you in the presence. And it's a big table. Hmm. 
He says, look what I'm going to do. I'm going to make this big old table for you and I'm going to put it right in front of all your enemies. And you just kind of pull up there and say, move over criticism. Move over doubt. Get out of the way, mockers. Get out of my way. Pass me a bowl of blessing. I'll have a side of encouragement and a little bit of joy. Top it off with a glass of new wine of the Holy Ghost. Fill me up, Holy Ghost. Mm. Right in the presence of my enemies, I look like something they ain't never seen before. I sound like something they ain't never heard before. Hallelujah. Listen, we've got to learn how to sit down in the middle of our mess, in the middle of our enemies, and pull up a memorial stone of testimony and enjoy the goodness of the Lord right in the midst of our trouble. Hallelujah. Because God wants us to rule in the midst of our trouble. He said, you get the rocks out of the middle of something. Don't you quit halfway. Pick up some rocks. Pick up some rocks and build a testimony. I don't care what you're going through. You need to get some rocks. You didn't march all through all that trouble for nothing. You didn't live through all that mess not to have a testimony. You didn't go through all that hell so you couldn't tell nobody what God did for you. You didn't go through that so it could do you in and put you out and take you down. You went through that so I can build a testimony in your life. Of my goodness. Oh, God wants to build some testimonies this morning. But you know what the problem is, is we all want a testimony, but we don't want the test. We want to talk about how good God is, but we don't want to talk about what we had to go through to get the goodness. Huh? Every testimony has a test. You're going to get tested. Hmm. We got to tell the story. Of what God did in our lives. We got to tell the story of what God did on this property. We got to tell the story of what God did in our children. We got to tell the story of what God did in our relationship. We got to keep telling the story and tell the story. Look at your neighbor and say, Tell the story. And it's got to come out of the middle of something. I mean, the other reason God wants to build testimonies is because your testimony makes people aware that you are God's, that you belong to Him, that you come from His nature, not your nature. I mean, every suicide bomber testifies. Of their God. Amen. Hmm? Every guy that blows himself up in the name of Allah testifies what kind of a God Allah is. Come on now. Don't you tell me Allah is a loving God. That's not a loving God. The testimony of people that serve him. Allah's testimony is that he kills those that serve him and kills the people around him. He's a murderer. Come on, the spirit of Allah is really the spirit of Satan. His name ain't Allah. That's not his real name. That's a deception that he's got a a billion people in the world that call themselves Islamists. He's got them all deceived. His name ain't Allah. You know what his name is? Satan. They think they worship in Allah. And Satan's got them strapping on bombs, killing each other and killing themselves. You know why I know that? Because my Bible says the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That's his mission plan. That's his statement. That's his strategy. And he wants to bring people into submission through fear and deception. That's exactly what Allah's doing, isn't he? Fear and deception. You don't behave, we'll cut your hand off. You mock the prophet Allah, we'll kill you and behead you. Uh, Come on now. Hmm? Listen, check this out. When you testify, you make people aware of the nature of the God that you serve. Every time you testify, you make people aware of the nature of the God you serve. How many know that's true this morning? Hmm? When you stand up and you say, God set me free from drugs. 
God healed my marriage. God set me free from sexual addiction. God set me free from alcoholism. When you say God healed me from cancer, you know what you're doing? You're defining his character as a deliverer. You're defining his character as a healer. You're defining his character as a restorer. Testify of his nature when you talk about what he's done. Every time you testify, you make the world aware of the nature of the God that you serve. Aware of his ways, aware of his nature. I mean, there's people that will never come to church, but they'll listen to your story. I've shared my testimony at least 100 times this year. And only one time inside this service. To a lot of folks that will never come to church. There's not a Thursday night that goes by when I ride that I don't share my testimony with somebody. About how I went to jail and how I found Jesus. Come on. And I do that because your testimony, when you share a testimony, it creates an expectancy in the hearts of those people that are hearing it. And if God did it for you, he'll do it for me. I mean, that word testify in the Hebrew actually means this. It means to do it again. Testify literally means to do it again. Somebody say to do it again. again. So every time I testify, guess what I'm doing? I'm doing it again. I'm doing it again. Come on, somebody. Every time I testify, I'm saying he'll do it again. If he did it for me, he'll do it for you. He'll do it again. So when I tell my story, what I do, I create an expectation in the heart of those that are listening and they're hearing it. Huh? It might be my miracle this week, but it'll be your miracle next week. If the Lord done it for me, he'll do it for you. He'll do it again. Somebody say, he'll do it again. He'll do it again. Hmm? And it builds faith for people to see the character of God and understand the character of God so that they can begin to believe the impossible for themselves. Huh? I don't know about you, but when the devil comes to me and he says, you ain't going to make it down there. You can't pay the bills down there. You ain't never got enough money coming in every month to pay all the bills you got in that ministry. The school ain't going to make it. The football team ain't going to make it. Your high school's going to close down. You got this big dream for a football team in a high school. You can't even keep high schoolers in it. The devil talks to me that way. You know what I have to do? I say, shut up, devil. You know what you're talking about. If he did it for me then, he'll do it again now. God didn't bring me this far to let me go. He has a vision and a purpose for this ministry. And if he did it then, he'll do it again. Come on, somebody. Say he'll do it again. And when I share that testimony, it creates an expectancy in the heart of those people that hear it. And all of a sudden, they believe he'll do it again. Golden Rule Academy is now enrolling for the 2013-2014 school year. If you live in St. Lucie County and have a desire for your child's education to include Christian values and principles, then we want to meet you. Golden Rule Academy offers small class sizes, caring Christian educators, sports, and both accelerated and paced ESE programs. Free K-12 grade 